Welcome to the Love Marriage Again podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Siobhan Parat. In this podcast, you will receive the wisdom, the insight, and the tools you need to have a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Your marriage is meant to be amazing. Your marriage should be your favorite place to be. Your marriage should bring out the best in you. I'm here to help you create that. In each episode, I'll coach you to improve your communication, build a deeper connection, become a more united team, and experience more intimacy. Here, we have real conversations about what can make marriage hard, and more importantly, how to make it easy. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan. Welcome back to another podcast episode. I am so glad that you are here with me. Listen, I'm going to tell you about something new I've started. And it's amazing because I just finished the first one. So every Monday between now and December 18th, I have started this new Marriage Coach Mondays. At 12 noon Eastern, you can simply dial a number and get on a call with me and get any marriage-related question answered. Yes, literally. Um, Marriage Coach Mondays is like, old school conference call situation where you just dial in a number. Here's the number. Get a pen and paper. Write it down this instant. It is 9890 How this works is you dial in, it's a conference call, but just like those old school free conference call.coms, you don't know who else is on the call. I wanted to provide a venue for you to get direct help from me where your privacy is maintained, if that is really important to you where no one else knows if you're on the call, you don't have to worry about being camera ready. You literally plug this number into your phone, call it and ask your question. Literally, I just finished the first one and I'm on such a high. It went 15 minutes over (laughs) because we had so many great questions, so much stuff that people are wanting help with that I can help with. So I feel really great about it. You're gonna feel amazing about it. And you actually have the Marriage Coach Monday call to thank for this particular podcast episode because there was a common theme. And I have to admit, this has been a common theme in so many of my conversations with clients, but it just hit me today to do an entire podcast episode on it because I'm finding myself coach it the same way every single time that it is presented to me. So I wanted to document it here on the podcast and 
just be able to refer people back to it for you to be able to save this episode and listen to it time and time again. So we are diving into how do you deal with a spouse who is defensive? (laughs) This is such a good topic because it happens, right? You bring something to your spouse, no matter how many different ways you try to dress it up, the conversation never goes well. They're always defensive. And then we have no resolution, no forward progress. You're left feeling frustrated and disconnected and wondering what in the world can be done so that we can have a healthy, productive conversation about this. Okay. So the first thing, if you find yourself having recurring conversations where it just feels like they're so defensive, the first thing we have to look at is how you're bringing it to them, right? So we want to make sure that you are setting yourself up for a win-win experience. And I'm thinking very specifically about someone that was on the call who asked about, you know, their struggle was, you know, her husband has a hobby that takes him away from the family in addition to having a very busy work life. And she was wanting him to spend more time at home. And so whenever he would say he was going to go away to do this hobby, it would become this like negotiation where it's like, well, if you're going to go this weekend, can you make sure you're home next weekend? And that just didn't feel good. He felt like she was trying to take it away from him. She felt like she's like begging for his time. And it just wasn't a great dynamic. So I coached her on how to potentially zoom out and look at what is it that she really wants and how to present it in a way where it's more of a collaboration and not this like tennis match back and forth. Well, if you're going to do that, you got to do this because that doesn't feel good to anyone. So the first thing I want you to look at if you're the person experiencing your spouse is very defensive is I want you to just look at how are you bringing it to them? Does the conversation feel like, hey, this is just a collaboration. This is something in our marriage that I think could be better. How do we address it together? What are your ideas about what we might do differently? Right? So just notice how we're starting with what we want. And if you've been following me for a while, I'm sure you've heard me talk about the importance of starting any conversation with your positive intent. What is it that you're really wanting to achieve? What is it that you're really hoping can be accomplished for you and your spouse, right? Because in your marriage, you always want to have the mindset of we are a team and we want to be a winning team. And so how can this conversation feel like a win-win for both of us? And I think the more that you just present an issue is like, hey, this is an area that I think could be a little bit better. I'd love for us to spend more time together or I'd love for us to have more family time together or I'd love for us to get on the same page about X, Y, and Z. So you wanna start with what you want. What is your desire? And then you want to engage your spouse to share their ideas, right? There's no need to be defensive when someone's just presenting you with the opportunity to offer your ideas. What are your ideas? What do you think we should do about it? What are your thoughts about it? 
right? That's a very disarming question and way to approach things. So I want to just make sure that if you're experiencing a lot of defensiveness, you're presenting things in a way that set you both up for a well-received conversation, all right? So that's number one. Now, let's analyze and let's think through how you can navigate your spouse's defensiveness. Now, the first thing I want to say is that defensiveness is a disconnector and it's a disruptor to a good conversation, right? When you feel someone being defensive and you feel like you're really coming to the conversation with good intentions, it sort of like bursts your bubble. And as a human being, you're going to be triggered by that. You're going to have a reaction to that. I remember so many conversations with my own husband where I followed the rules of good communication, right? Like I write the stuff. So I was careful. I was like, okay, Siobhan, you got to make sure you do this. You got to make sure you do that. So I checked off all the boxes on my side of the equation. Yet, no matter how nice, respectful, collaborative I bring stuff to him, it still felt like he was being so defensive. And for a season, I would just name it. I'd be like, why are you so defensive? Side note, that never helped, right? So it wasn't until I discovered this protocol that I'm going to teach you that my relationship to his defensiveness began to change and it didn't bother me as much and I could still remain cool, calm, collected, and grounded and continue a conversation being less impacted by what I perceived as a defensive response, okay? So the first thing you want to just notice is like, it's going to feel hard at the beginning and just let it feel hard because any conversation you're having with your spouse, you have good intentions. You want things to be better. You want to find a resolution. You want to be happy and content and in right relationship with each other. And when it feels like their response is blocking that, as a human being with real human emotions, it's going to feel hard for you. And you're going to maybe want to get angry or you're going to want to shut down or you're going to want to have a lot of different reactions. But what I'm going to offer you is a new protocol I want you to start following so that you can feel better, you can show up better to the conversation, and then ultimately have a more productive conversation overall, right? So the first thing, when you notice your spouse being defensive, and just to get us all on the same page, defensiveness is when they are either, you know, like over-explaining, right? Trying to explain away the thing you're bringing to them. They invalidate your feelings about it. They downplay what happened, right? Defensiveness is a defense mechanism that is helping them protect themselves from feeling, and these are the emotions that come up. They feel judged, blamed, guilt, fear, shame, or inadequacy. Okay, so those are the emotions that your partner is feeling when they are being defensive. It's one of those or a combination of them, right? So it's judged, fear, shame, inadequacy, guilt, or blamed. So you want to just think about, and you can just rewind in your head your last conversation that it felt like they were feeling 
and being defensive, what might they have been feeling? Were they feeling judged? Or were they afraid of something? Were they feeling shame? Were they feeling inadequate or guilty or blamed for some reason? So you have to know what is the emotion behind the defensiveness. Defensiveness is an action, right? They're saying something or they're doing something. And underneath all of our actions is an emotion driving that action. So you just want to be clear, what is it for your spouse, right? So that's step one of the protocol. Step two is you have to depersonalize it. The emotions and the feelings, whether it's judgment, fear, shame, inadequacy, guilt, or blame, whatever is going on inside of your spouse is a chemical reaction in their body. And it has nothing to do with you. It's almost like if they had a headache, right? That's a chemical reaction in their body. Something is going on with their blood vessels and they're having a headache. That is not about you. That is about what's going on in their body. And when it comes to these kinds of emotions, they're feeling shame or they're feeling guilt or they're feeling afraid or they're feeling judged and blamed by the thoughts they have in their head with the exception of blame, right? So you do want to make sure that you're not clearly blaming them, which is why it's so important to clean up your side of it first. Are you blaming them? Are you shaming them? So maybe like a step 1B is, am I doing these things? Like, am I using shaming and blaming and guilting language, right? But if you're not, and they're still feeling those emotions, you do want to enact step two, which is to depersonalize it and to remind yourself that what they are thinking and feeling isn't all about you. It doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong. It doesn't mean that you're wrong as a person. It just means that they're having a set of thoughts and beliefs and it's creating an emotion inside their body. And then they are taking action or they are saying words that reflect what's going on inside them internally. And so when you can see that happening, right? So for example, I can think about conversations I've had with my own husband where it was clear to me that he was feeling blamed and criticized. Now, whether I was doing that or not, that's just how he interpreted. I'm doing something wrong. She's blaming me for this as a problem. So when I can know that that's how he's feeling, what I want you to do in this vein of depersonalizing it is to understand where that might come from for your spouse specifically. What experiences do you know about their childhood? What do you know about the environment that they were raised in and how their parents treated them or how they were treated by other adults or other children? What do you know about their childhood that makes them particularly susceptible to reacting strongly to these feelings, right? I know personally for my husband, he tries very hard to live his life above reproach. Professionally, he's in a career where like mistakes are really deadly, literally life or death for someone. And 
he is meticulous about a lot of things. So whenever he feels like he's made a mistake or that he's done something wrong, that's really, really hard for him. I know that about him. And I know that that has nothing to do with me. So you want to be able to connect the dots to what might be happening for your spouse based on what you know about their upbringing or their personality or just their overall mindset that makes feeling the emotions of judgment, of fear, of shame, of inadequacy, of guilt and blame or criticism even, that makes that really hard for them. And you just want to be able to separate like, oh, they're so sensitive to this emotion because of these childhood experiences. That has nothing to do with me. It doesn't make me a bad person. It doesn't mean that I'm at fault or that I'm responsible for their defensiveness. This is just what's happening for them. When you have that information, right? So step one is identifying the emotion that may be going on for them. Step two is depersonalizing it and connecting the dots to why this emotion is very hard for them. Step three is deciding how you want to treat them and interact with them knowing that they are struggling with these emotions. So I want you to think about if you can see past the defensive behavior and notice that like, wow, my spouse is struggling because they are feeling judged. My spouse is struggling because they're afraid of something. My spouse is struggling because they feel shame and guilt and they feel inadequate and they feel blamed and they feel criticized. Wow, those are hard emotions to deal with. I struggle when I feel that way too, right? What happens is it generates a little bit of compassion of like, okay, if I can see past this defensiveness that's not working for me, but if I can see their heart and their emotions and know that really this defensiveness is just a sign that they're struggling with these emotions, I can now decide how do I want to treat this person that's in some sort of emotional struggle? How do I want to respond to that? Do I want to reassure them if they're worried or feeling fearful about something? Do I want to offer, you know, some encouragement of like, hey, these are the things that you're doing really great and I appreciate them. I just want to focus on now up-leveling this one thing, right? Does that change the way I present issues or concerns to them? Knowing that they may be struggling with feeling inadequate, can I frame my constructive criticism with a lot of praise as well, right? It just gives you the opportunity to let your heart connect with their heart. And it helps you really see their underlying need and potentially respond to it differently. Now, again, you can only do this once you've depersonalized it, because if you are offended by their defensiveness, you're not going to be able to move on beyond that because you're going to now be in your own self-protective mode. So we've got two people in self-protective mode, which is going to create an escalated conversation leading to an argument, right? So definitely take care of yourself first. If you're still feeling offended, you're not going to be able to offer them compassion and grace and try to meet them heart to heart 
unless you've attended to your own needs first. And then step four is to ultimately reduce the impact of their defensiveness on you. So if they're being defensive and they're over-explaining or they're dismissing or they're trying to get you to see things a different way so that they can feel better, then you want to decide what are you going to do to reduce the impact of their defensiveness on you. It's almost like you put up an internal bubble for yourself. Also, potentially an external bubble. So if the conversation is really going poorly and they're in no space to hear you, they're 100% on the defensive, you can suggest that the conversation be paused. That might just look like, hey, this conversation isn't really being that productive. I can see you're having a really hard time with what I'm sharing and I don't want us to get into an argument. Let's pause it. When might be a better time for us to come back to address this, right? You may suggest exiting the conversation. You may also just pause talking. There have been times when I've done that where it's like I can clearly see that my husband is not receptive to this conversation and that's not going to go well. So I just sit there and maybe let him get out what he needs to get out and then just let him say what he needs to say and then redirect the conversation. Sometimes that works as well. But again, you want to think about what's going to be the healthy and protective thing for you. If you have a spouse that is defensive and sort of goes on and on and on and on, Maybe the best strategy is to pause the conversation and come back to it later. And then as you step away from it, right, when you think about reducing the impact on you, you do want to take care of yourself. So in defensiveness, what it often feels like is like your needs are invalidated because now they have sort of taken over the conversation with all of their explaining, right? But that still doesn't, address what you initially came to them with. So you want to make sure that you go back and that you validate your feelings and that you remind yourself, hey, what I was wanting and asking here is okay. Like I deserve this attention or I deserve this issue being resolved. There's nothing wrong with what I am wanting here, right? You want to be a good friend to yourself, but then you also want to think about, okay, like my needs are valid and my partner was unable to receive them, is there anything I could have done differently to create a win-win situation, right? You want to loop back around and evaluate like in hindsight now, was there something I could have done differently to help this conversation go in a better direction? Sometimes the answer will be yes and sometimes the answer will be no. Sometimes you are with a partner who is in a state of hyper defensiveness for whatever reason. And that doesn't mean that like, because they're so defensive, you have to do all the heavy lifting to say things perfectly, to come to them at just the right time with just the right words, right? That's a really hard way to try to live your life. It will feel like you're walking on eggshells all the time. And we're not about that, right? But you do just want to say like, hmm, looking back on this, was there something I would choose to do differently? And if it was great, and if it wasn't, and really you can clearly see like, no, I really came with my best, and they were still defensive, then you just get to know 
that their defensiveness is really their defensiveness. And then you get to continue along the lines of how do I minimize the impact of this on me, right? So here's the protocol again for review. Number one is you have to make sure, or this is actually probably step zero, (laughs) you have to make sure that you are coming to create a win-win situation, right? That you're starting with your positive intent, you're really naming the experience you're having and not blaming them, right? Then from there, if they are defensive, you want to understand what is the emotion they are feeling that's driving their defensiveness. That's number one. You want to depersonalize it and connect the dots to their childhood and why this emotion that you've identified in step one is so hard for them. You want to step three, decide how you want to treat and interact with them knowing that they are in this emotional state. And then step four, you want to reduce the impact on you. That might mean stepping away from the conversation and coming back to it later, validating your own needs and desires, and just evaluating like if there's anything you could or wanted to do differently in the conversation. All right. I know that this was helpful (laughs) because I know that this is an issue that so many people struggle with, whether it is a persistent issue in your marriage or it pops up from time to time. I don't think there's any couple where defensiveness has not been part of the equation. And so save this podcast, share it far and wide, because this is something that is happening for a lot of people. And if you would like more help navigating not only defensiveness in your marriage, but other communication breakdowns, other things that keep you disconnected as a couple, I would love to invite you to consider private coaching with me. In my private coaching program, we identify what is happening in your marriage that's not working, the role each of you play in that dynamic, and then we build you both up, both individually and as a couple, to begin to create new habits, new patterns, new mindsets, new ways of interacting with each other. I give you the skills and the tools to have more productive conversations, to be able to genuinely listen to each other, have empathy, and problem solve and resolve your conflict in healthy ways as a team and not in unhealthy ways that make you feel like opponents. All the details for what my coaching looks like will be discussed with you in a private consultation call. So I offer a complimentary consultation where we will get on the phone and talk through what you're wanting. I will map out exactly the approach I would use to get you from where you are now to where you want to be as a couple. And then we'll have the opportunity to talk about what it looks like and all the logistics of working with me as your private marriage coach. You can find the link to schedule that consultation call on my website, drshavon.com. This is the perfect time to begin the work of really elevating and getting your marriage in a better place. We are about to enter the holiday season and I want you to imagine what it would be like finally resolving some of your communication issues, 
finally feeling more connected and at ease with each other as you entered this holiday season with all of the hustle and bustle, all of the external things that are going to be happening, knowing that you are solid as a couple because you've gotten the tools, you've begun to do the work, and your marriage is in a much better place. So again, visit my website, drshavon.com. I would love to meet you there. I would love to talk about working together in private coaching. So I'll see you there. Until then, have a wonderful week and I will be back with you next week with an all new podcast episode. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in. And now a question for you. What did you get out of this episode? The most important part of this work is applying what you hear. I hope you'll do that. And if you loved this podcast, you will love working with me directly even more. I invite you to my website, drshavon.com to learn about my coaching programs and any live masterclasses I may be hosting. And of course, we will meet right back here for the next episode of the podcast. Until then, keep loving your marriage again.